Welcome to the Four C's Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Corston, and today's podcast is going to be a little bit different today. I was just a guest with my good friend, Josh Lane from the One Word Brand, and I just joined his podcast where he interviewed me about connection. So Josh flipped the mic on me. I usually am the one interviewing people, but here I am being interviewed on his podcast. So I thought I'd re-air this conversation because many of you have asked me personally about talking a little bit more about why I started the podcast and to hear a little bit more about my story. So I think you'll enjoy today's podcast and I'll be sure to be back with regular content next week. Enjoy today's conversation with Josh Lane. Today, we've got a very special guest with us. We've got Noah Corston coming in from Nashville. Noah, what's up, man? Josh, it's this is an honor, man. I'm so excited to be out with you. So this, I've been looking forward to this, man. This is gonna be a good time. Let's go. This is gonna be great. Hey, we're gonna let you share about yourself, but uh, Noah and I know each other also from Taylor University, just like our last guest, Amanda Adams. Yeah. Noah and I graduated together. Uh, Noah was very involved in campus ministry, uh, served with the chapel team, um, was an RA, uh, all of the things, <laughs> man. Uh, so involved, spiritual leader, has lived all over the place, been in Colorado, been in Buffalo, now in Nashville working with Ramsey. So Noah, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Josh, I'm pumped, man. And, uh, you know, after after all this, once I get down to Florida, we, we're definitely going to have to play some pickleball. So oh, it's going to have to happen. So I you and Nick, I know Nick fever, likes man. pickleball too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, man, Nick we'll, and, uh, have to make Nick it and Alex Hunter played in a little pickleball league in Indy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He's down in Indy now, right? Yes. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. Awesome. Yeah. We're well, oh, pumped yeah. to be here, Josh. Thanks, man. Well, why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on uh, who you are, what you're up to, kind of your life journey to this point. Yeah. Well, I guess the quick synopsis of my story, uh, I know... Well, part of why I love your podcast, man, is you you really highlight people's stories. And I guess if I were to sum it up in a lot of ways, you and I are similar to how we grew up. I had great Christian parents, grew up in the ministry as well. Um, from born and raised Colorado Springs, I'm a diehard Broncos fan. You're you're a Seahawks guy, Russell Wilson, I, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's ride, baby. Let's ride. Let's this ride. is the year. Let, let Russ cook. We got Sean Payton now. Uh, but yeah, man, I love sports. Um, so, but I grew up in Colorado. We, you and I both ended up at Taylor. We graduated the same year, um, and love Taylor. And so I graduated with a sports management degree, youth ministry minor. You're a ministry guy. We, we shared some classes, had a good yes. time in there, man. So Taylor was great. And I think mm-hmm. part of what our conversation will lead into is, community and connection yeah. man uh, yeah. what a what a great campus for community and connections and right. so i i loved my time at taylor i graduated from there end up in buffalo new york and i was doing some ministry down there end up doing sports ministry because i really felt like that's where the lord was leading and that let's see we graduated 2019 that's and right. who would have thought would have been around the corner post grad right you know, Seriously. most people are like, once you hit post-grad, life's going to be so fun and adventurous. And well, it was fun and adventurous to say the least. So, <laughs> it's wild, man, for everyone. So 2020 comes around uh, and life, my life completely transformed. So long story short, I was working at a church. I was doing sports podcasting 
And uh, my life flipped totally upside down, both personally, professionally. I had a lot just shift like everybody did. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing sports ministry out there. And, you know, once New York was much different than Florida in terms of handling certain things with COVID, (laughs) you know, just a little (laughs) seemed like Florida was open forever and New York was not. So New York shut down for a while. So we had to get creative, started uh, a a podcast called The Sweat Room. And, you know, when I don't know about you, Josh, I know when someone comes up to me and is like, hey, I'm going to start a podcast, you know, you're like, oh, boy. You know, like, dude, what what are you doing? And I know, I know I got that look, but it seemed like at the time my, my old uh, host, his name was Bjorn, you know, Bjorn, because we interviewed oh, yeah. you on that podcast, man. So him and I were like, all right, well, we're kind of stuck right now. Let's start this podcast. And we had a blast, man. We just started out interviewing like local people and then it just blew up from there. And we were oh, just yeah. having, we were having uh, guys like Jason Romano, who, you know, well, we had. Mm-hmm. Coach, we were talking to a lot of Buffalo Bills, and we just had a, like God kept opening up all these doors. Um, yeah. Long story yeah. short, Coach that, McDermott on there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So here's what gets crazy. So I eventually end up partnering with local FCA in Buffalo, and we end up starting a radio show out of that. And so I eventually like leave the podcast from the church and partner with Buffalo FCA with that. And we're doing a radio show. And then we did what was called FCA training camp. And so we would have coach McDermott, Len Vandenboss, who's a great friend. He's Buffalo Bills chaplain. Um, and just so many other guys, Lorenzo Alexander, and they, they would just share a lot of their testimony, their face story to all these kids. And so, so cool. a few hundred kids for a little bit, we were doing that on zoom. And then we kind of just did this hybrid model like post COVID. So we, I had a blast, man, that, so I, it was wild what like started as like this little idea turned into a radio show and then a podcast and then interviewing coach McDermott. It was, it was weird, man. I'm yeah, like, all what right, a journey. I had to do a full-time ministry. And yeah. So long story short, that journey ended us for, uh, for us in Buffalo. Um, the heart of why I was there. I met my beautiful wife out there. Her name's Leah. Come She's on. great. So it's a, it's kind of a hallmark the way that we met our, our, our parents are best friends. Uh, been best friends since the third grade. It just took us a while to get it figured out. So we got married. No way. Dude, that is a crazy story. It was wild, man. So it was always like, I felt like meant to be in a lot of ways, but people think, oh, it's pretty linear. Like you just got married. No, I'm 27. She's 26 now. It took us a long time for us to get it figured out, but we're here. So let's go, you know, it, it all worked out. So thankful for that. And then once Last year, once we got engaged, uh, coming up to last May, I've been at Ramsey Solutions for about a year down here in Nashville. And so um, we, we kind of got to the moment where we're like, all right, the Buffalo season is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. It's time to, time to move on. And I've always, I love Dave Ramsey, love Ramsey Solutions, but the department I'm with is called Entree Leadership. We got a great podcast there. Dave's actually taking that over. Uh, wow. And w- what we do is we work with small business owners. And so... I've always loved that area. And uh, here I am. I'm in sales full time now and then doing podcasting on the side. So we left a year ago. We're here in Nashville and God is good, man. So I don't, is, is that a good synopsis of everything? So cool. do, you, do I need to fill in the gaps anywhere? Dude, that you? was great. <laughs> oh, I love that. So cool. So a little long winded. <laughs> no, that's great. I love hearing it. Great, great details, dude. And Nashville, man, you and, and uh, half of America have all moved there now. <laughs> dude, I... That you better believe booming, it, man. Huh? 
booming, man. I feel like every I I blink and something's new down here in Nashville. <laughs> so it's wild. You get everyone down here, mostly California. You get a lot of California down okay. here. So interesting, which means bad drivers. So oh, no, you think there's bad drivers down near Miami? I don't know. I. <laughs> Nashville bad, is there's is, bad drivers everywhere. Let's be honest. It's so We're true, man. It's so true. Cars, come on, Elon. <laughs> come on, Elon, man. Get them out here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man. Well, no. One of the cool things in that journey is you have now started a new podcast called the Four C's Podcast, which we yeah. will be sure to link in our show notes so everybody here can I subscribe and, and check it out. And uh, tell us a little bit about those Four C's, and then we'll kind of talk about our word for this episode. Yeah, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. My podcast journey, um, really thankful for it because I got to. I think some of my favorite guys I've interviewed is you and your dad. Oh, you know. Man. So good. you guys, you guys were a blast, man. I think you guys are so authentic. If we're, if that's one of the words, you know, that's one of them. I think you, you and your dad are are authentic guys, and you got such a such a heart for for Christ and for others. And so I think when I left Buffalo, I knew that I'm like, all right, God, like I love podcasting. I love podcasting, not because it's like, oh, look at the hashtag clout that I have, you know, so cool. You know, I love it because um, I was talking to to a guy that runs social media for us at Ramsey uh, and some of our podcasting and there's beauty in both. Um, what's cool about social media is you can get connected with so many people, mm. but with podcasting, it's another it's like another layer layer of richness that I really enjoy. There's a certain mm-hmm. level of depth that I that you get with podcasting that you don't get with social media. Right. So once I stepped into Nashville, I was like, man, I gotta start this podcast. To, what I love is is connection, and we'll get there. And so what I've realized with the Four Four C's podcast, how that came about. Um, once I left Buffalo, I I came at Ramsey. Got married, so I kind of took a few months break, you know, from from podcasting for a little bit. But it's called the Four C's Podcast for obviously four reasons, and the the goal of it is we are in such a connection crisis. Mm. Like people don't know how to have conversations like this. Um, and my heart is for the Gen Z millennials, really post grad to about forty years old. Um, I think that that those generations, in particular, I mean, I mean you've seen. Most people don't can't hold a conversation for five minutes. Right. Like people aren't intentional, um, and I want to fix that. You know, I, if if we can be, I want the the podcast. The goal of it is just for it to be a resource for for people to hold a conversation. I like to say, make the table great again, That's and just great. having meals. And really, my, my goal of it too is for people to get connected in the church and their community. Mm-hmm. Um, but that starts with yourself. You got to st- look at what where am I at? You know how. Can I, can I do some of these things? So I'm excited about it. So the four C's uh, is I'm Noah Corsten. So that's the first C. So it's Corsten. And I found that some of the best conversations I've had with people is over cigars, cider, or coffee. So I have a blast over it, man. So uh, I'm, I've done episodes with all three. All of them will be released soon. So come on. um, Yeah. So it gets released every two weeks. Um, It's every anywhere from. 30 minutes to an hour. And then, um, I shouldn't say that I'm starting to do once a week now, but it's like shorter formed episodes. So like I, I brought back our conversation that we had from a few years ago. Cause I got to highlight your book, man. I got to oh. highlight the the one where brand the book it's, it's too good. Thanks, we got to get the word out, dude. You're the so, man. 
you're too talented. So yeah, that's that's the heart of the Four C's podcast. So gotta oh, gotta man. fix this connection crisis where I'm at. I love it. I love it. And and like you said, right? There's a reason for it. There is a connection crisis that's going on, and I yeah. love that phrase there. I think you said make the table great again. And any of those C's that you mentioned, they can happen at the table. They can happen organically. Yeah. And it's a great place to sit down, to slow our spirits, have a conversation with someone and really get to know them and make genuine connections. I mean, so, how do you, I, can I flip the mic for a second? Because <laughs> you're, you're going to be great at answering this. Like, where do you see that in your ministry? Because you work with high school kids all right. day. You know, you just were at FCA camp. Like, where, yes. where do you see this lacking in a lot of areas? Yeah, like you said, it's it is a connection crisis and it's hard to have an attention span and stuff, but I think the key is being able to ask good questions like you just did. That was a beautiful mm-hmm. example of, "Hey, let me flip this on you. Let me ask you this question." And then not asking questions to like for the sake of it to check a box, cuz I think we're really good at getting advice nowadays and people will say, "Ask good questions, be a good listener." But if you don't genuinely care about what the person across from you is saying, if you don't genuinely care about them, then it's still not going to come off as a genuine connection, right? There's going to be a, right. a gap there. Something's missing. And so it's not like an interview, like, oh, let me go through this checklist. Here's my questions. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I want to get yeah. to know you. I want to get to know your story. Let's make a real connection. Is, right. is Would you agree with that, Noah? No, totally. And, you know, two people that come to mind, two guys that I know you love, you know, I... One of my favorite podcasters is Carrie Newhoff. And I I put this in in my trailer for the podcast is the art of having a conversation. He says this all the time is dying. Mm -hmm. It just, it's so rare nowadays. And I mean, what, what better way to, I I never want to like the goal of my podcast is never to paint myself as the expert kind of take like the, the story brand approach, like from Donald Miller, like I'm just the guide. I'm just trying to get you connected with the right people who know what they're doing. You know, I can hold I can hold a conversation with some people, but I want to bring in people who know much more. So whether that's a pastor, whether that's a leader, um, I've had I've had the honor of just getting to know some incredible leaders, which I love. And uh, another person that comes to mind too that I know a book that you like is Good to Great, Jim Collins. Yes. And one one of my favorite lines he says in that book is he goes, "I found in my life it is more important to be interested than be interesting." So meaning it it's there's so much wealth and knowledge into pouring in and asking those questions you were asking because you'll find that it leads to so many other areas and you'll find that sometimes that rabbit going down that rabbit hole will lead to other things too. It's fascinating. It's great. And so I love yeah. that. So yeah, I don't that's I don't so know if that's good. helpful at all. Oh, that's so good. No, I appreciate that. And you got so much humility, man. And you know, one of my favorite episodes that you've ever done and I don't know if he'll make a return on the four C's is your episode <laughs> with uh, Brad Lominick. And oh, uh, yeah, man. His, Brad's he's, great. Got, he's got the three H's humble, yeah. hungry. And uh, what's what's that third hustle. One there? hustle? The hustle, humble, yeah. hungry, hustle. I love it. Yeah, it, it's hard because we work with Patrick Lincioni, who you know too at Entree yes. Leadership. And he wrote a book um, called The Ideal Team Player. And his thing's hungry, humble, smart. So I get the three, I get two yes. of those confused. <laughs> And what's funny is when I interviewed Brad, I mixed that up and I'm like, I'm so sorry, Brad. I'm like, I'm so not professional right now, dude. I'm so sorry. He rolled with it, but he's cool. <laughs> Behind I would have done the same life, thing. Right? That's like one of our books that we read at first party. So we're always like humble, oh, hungry, dude. smart. You yeah, know? man. Like, we'll have to get age? Brad back on. Yeah. So That's he's great. a good dude. That's great. 
Yeah. So yeah. Noah, you've started the podcast. You've moved several different times in your life, man. Yeah. How do you move to a new place, make new connections? And let's mm. be real about this. You said you're, you've been in Nashville for a year and that has mm. probably like been like a blip. You feel like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Looking back, maybe it feels slower, but I'm, I'm oh, guessing man, it's gone wild. pretty quickly and it takes time to yeah. make connections with people. How do you go it about does. that? Mm. Man, such a good question because it's questions that I ask my guests all the time on the podcast, and it's good for for me to self reflect on this. So this is good, Josh. I feel like I'm in a kind of a therapy session right now with with our spin drift. So I'll spin drift bump that to that man. There you go. Great question. Um, man, this last year has been such a transition in the best of ways. Um, if I were to summarize my story in a lot of ways, uh. It like more on a personal note, I would say trusting God at another level of when you leave places. When I originally moved to Buffalo, um, I was actually dating a different girl that I got engaged to that I cut off. Wow. And I don't, I'm not sure if you even knew that, but that was that was a season of my life that was weird to say mm-hmm. the least, because my wife is from Buffalo. So I thought I was going for someone else and I ended up leaving with someone else. Wow. And so leaving Buffalo was really refreshing for us in a lot of ways um, because it was the start of a new chapter for us. And I knew Mm -hmm. coming to Nashville was going to be the start for Lee and our, in our marriage, not because we were running away. We knew God was calling us so many signs of that. Cause I, every time, like I've had a few people on, I had a guy named uh, Brad Gray on our podcast He's incredible. He's creating this. He was one of my, one of the guys I just had on. He's creating a Bible television series wow. right now. And he's going to, I, he is one of the most humble guys I've ever met. He's going to be in what I consider the chosen space at some point. So he's making this documentary that's world-class man. So all that to say, he was saying he discerned his way from Michigan down here to, to Nashville. And he was just talking about, he's like, you know, when, when we moved down here, we knew God call, was calling us. And, you know, I, I appreciate that answer. But also, if I'm listening to that at times, I know at times like, oh, God's calling you. Like, right, how do you right. know, dude? You know, and I and like to give a little context into to how we moved down here. We loved ministry. We love where we are in Buffalo. But we were just feeling like there wasn't a piece about Buffalo. There was like, all right, it's time for us to look. And the day I started looking into Ramsey, um, like God just started opening door after door, similar to podcasting. Like there should be no reason I'm, I'm this student, a student ministry, helping lead student ministry, interviewing Sean McDermott. Like sometimes God just opens up doors, you know, like how did I end up here? You know, same thing with moving down here to Ramsey. Um, it just doors kept opening and I eventually just hit apply on LinkedIn. I end up at Ramsey the same day that I officially got the job offer is the day I lost my job in Buffalo. Same no day. way. On my dad's birthday. Wow. And it's like some of those things aren't by accident, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And it just, it confirms so much. Like, I'm like, all right, God, I, I know that I'm stepping out in faithfulness. Um, and I'm trusting you with this. So that's a roundabout way of like, I, what I'm trying to show is like, when you leave to different places, because I'm sure there's people listening who they're, they're MKs, which just means they've been a missionary's kid or PK mm-hmm. Would you move everywhere. So you probably, I, I probably, my story's probably nothing compared to, to you right now, 
but I realized whatever, wherever you go, the first thing you should do it's so cheesy, but get plugged into a church, you mm -hmm. know, I think that's going to be the first compass for you wherever you go. I think it, if you're not getting plugged into that, please do. And I know some people are listening to this have a lot of church hurt. That's sure. a different podcast. So we could probably do a different point, but I think that will be a great compass for you in the season. And I found even when what was helpful for me in the season I was in Buffalo, because I'm not from there. I'm from Colorado. Like a guy from Colorado should just stay in Colorado. You got the mountains, you got everything. <laughs> Buffalo is not that great. I'll be honest. Like I, all the Buffalo people that are listening to this is like, it's cold. You got good chicken wings. You got the bills. That's about it. You no, know, all, all I can think of are those videos of the Bills players returning after all that snow and the snow. Oh, just my God. Cars. That's all oh I can think God. of with Buffalo. It, it's real, man. Like, here's this crazy. My wife's house there like Buffalo is like split it down the line. I lived in what was called the South Towns, which is where all the Bills, which is where the Bills play. It's in Orchard Park. My wife lived in the North Towns going towards Niagara Falls. Everyone thinks, oh, Buffalo, New York City. No, think Canada and cold. Yes, That's what it yes. is. That is Buffalo, New York in a nutshell. Yes. Like, I remember Chris Collinsworth showing up for a Bills game. He's like, I thought this was closer. Like, I didn't realize that we were this close to, to Canada or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so all that to say, it gets really cold. You get feet of snow in one area and then inches going 10 minutes north it's weird it's like this that's ufo crazy. snow that just sits man so that's wild yeah. so i roundabout way of saying that we're kind of i'm kind of going chasing a few different rabbit holes but um connection wherever you move to the what i found even in buffalo the church is going to help you out mm, number two great. is find, finding some people who are a step ahead of you whether yeah. that's a five years to 20 um I had this guy I had on uh, on the podcast uh, for the sweat room. I'm going to re-air this at some point. One of the most godly men I've ever met. His name is Ken Taylor. I think wow. he's he's upper 70s, close to 80 now. Man, I, I got chills just saying this, man. He was just such a – when I was in a season of just heartache and transition and asking so many questions, he was such a compass for me, man. That's uh, amazing. It's so good. So – Find people who are steps ahead of you. Um, I think of another one. I met with a guy named Mike McNamee. He is out in in Colorado Springs. He does work with with uh, compassion, and wow. I did a lot a lot of work of finding what what do I want to do with my career. And he was helpful for me guiding there. Another guy, my dad did ministry with. I'm going to shout him out too. His name is John Batch, youth pastor for years, and had such a ministry heart. And goes, no, I want to pour into you. Let's meet That's once great. a week. No agenda. Just wanted to chat and see, hey, how you're doing? Um, and I did it both virtually and in person. You know, That's it's awesome. I think so many times uh it's the ba it's the balance game between isolation and solitude. Mm. Um, we live in a culture where it is so easy to be isolated. Yeah. You know, you're you're most people that that are listening, I, I would challenge you if you look at how much you're scrolling right now, you know, you're probably scrolling hours a day and wasting so much time where you could be doing something else, but that's like, that also can ruin your brain in so yeah. many ways. And, and if you're not aware of that, you feel trapped and isolated right. versus solitude is if you, you got a foundation with who Christ is and can be, that's going to be your source of strength when you're so good, down in the weeds. Mm. So I would challenge any, any of your listeners right now, listening, what are you in an isolation stage? Or are you finding yourself more in a solitude and I would say gratitude stage? So, 
Um, that's, that's a big key because my mindset, I mean, I'm very social, uh, and I, I, you are too. So like finding people and getting connected with people, I don't always struggle with what I struggle with is finding the right people. Sure. And so it's, you want to find the right people to connect with and whether it's little things. And and I would say too, like you and I are sports guys. Like we joke, like, oh, playing pickleball, man, that's that's some of the best people to hang out with. It is. It really yeah, is. E- even though pickleball can be a cult and some of those 80 year olds, pickleball <laughs> is life. You know, I'm like, listen, listen, Ethel, I get you're going to hang out of the pool. I got to go to work. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But man, but That's finding, great. finding even a club or an outlet, like going to play basketball yeah, or whatever, or you like to knit, go to a knitting club. I know that's so weird, but there, there, there's that out there. You know, there's Definitely. so many different options. We're just saturated with like too much. Right. And it's, it's kind of just finding that right thing. So find like three good things. So I guess I, is, does that answer your question at oh, all? I know it's absolutely very long. I told a lot of stories. So ratings to... stories are the best, dude. I really appreciate and I hope our audience, I just want to highlight again, the distinction you created between isolation and solitude. One of those isolation is a very unhealthy thing. Solitude is a very healthy thing, right? Getting right uh, with you and our creator, God, and, and having those moments with him. And then, like you said, finding two or three things that you can do and you can make genuine connection with people, find friends. For me, I've made several friends through pickleball. You joke about it. It's it's oh, kind of yeah. becoming cultish, like CrossFit, right? You know, there's those people that they say <laughs> True, if, if dude. someone does CrossFit, you know, because they talk about it. I think that's the oh, case yeah. with pickleball now. But at right. the same time, I've, I've made some great friends out on the pickleball courts. And, you know, now we've got a little group chat and we do more than just play pickleball, <laughs> right? So it's good yeah, stuff. It, and that's why I love sports too, man. That's why where, where my heart was for so long. I love, I mean, you're a sports guy, you know, you and I, you and I could do separate podcasts between church and sports, but I think what, what sports do away, they just have a way of making people have fun. Mm -hmm. Like so many, I'm talking to you Christians, you're too uptight, like have fun sometimes. I'm just reading Ecclesiastes and I think it was Ecclesiastes seven. And it's just like, if you're young, have fun, you know, like, that's just like, that's part of it. Yeah, You know, sometimes like where you're at, you don't need to overthink. You don't need to Bible thump and say, here you go. Mm. You know, sometimes you just got to show up and God will do the rest. That's great. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. And I want to shout out one thing too. I got to shout out the book. Like all of you one word listeners who are listening, man, you ain't, if you're not plugged into the one word book to say thanks to Josh, get plugged into this book, man. It's so good. Like you and I talked off air this book needs to be in college kids' hands, man. I it's good for anyone, but this is a this is something that I think I'm talking to you, Taylor University. Taylor, call <laughs> call this guy up. Call this guy up. Give him to speak. And give this out to the kids. But here's one thing: it was beginning of the book where man, I related to this so much. When you're talking about purpose in the pit mm. with Joseph, yeah, I think there there's so much in there where we we feel like we're in these pit seasons of our lives. And feel stuck. And that kind of brings back to that isolation piece. Like Joseph very easily could have been in these moments of like, all right, woe is me. Where is God? And yeah, I, I can only imagine he had those moments, 
but like mm-hmm. the the story of that is what what Genesis fifty, you know what what my brothers did or what others did to, to harm me. God intended, you know, got it all worked out for, for the glory of God. God used Amen. it for the good. So wherever you're at right now, listener, I'm calling you out. God's got, God's not done with you yet. It's just going to take a Come little time. On. So, Oh, that's a great word of encouragement. Noah. thank you for the kind words, man. If you want to be the marketer for the book, you're hired. <laughs> Dude, I'm here for you. Man. Listen, I'm in sales full time, man. I always said if, if I could go into sales, uh, it had to be something I love and I can do that with, with my job now. And I could do that with your stuff, man. It's so good. And I, it's very similar. What my last guest, I one of my last guests I had on his name's uh, Dan Webster. He actually does. I know you love FCA. Yeah. He just did. So he was, um, he has a crazy story. His long story short, he was one of the youth pastors at Willow Creek wow. had big, biggest um, youth you know, he was one of the biggest youth pastors in the country, worked with Bill Hybels at Willow, and he, he finally stepped away. He's good friends with Don Cousins. Shout out Kirk Cousins' dad. Um, and he he eventually steps up and runs an organization called Authentic Leadership. He wrote this book with this guy named Randy Gravitt. Uh, and it's two books that I'm going to recommend to your listeners, too, called Unstuck and Finding Your Way. For 40 year olds, you find yourself in a midlife crisis to post grad. You need to find what you want to do. Those are two books I'm going to recommend to you. So it's great. So th- we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get the links to those and put them in the show notes so people can get their hands on them. But I think what your book is, is right in that because I think what it does is it gives a lot of hope. I know you, you talk about one of those words, like hope's part of, part of the book. It gives so much hope to, to people coming out, especially right out of out of college and in college. So Thanks, if you're Noah. in college, man, get in, get into that book. Cause I know a lot of Taylor listeners are listening to this. So yeah. help Josh out. And Hey, let's talk about that for a second, right? That transition post-college. I think it's a, yeah. it's a harsh one that not a lot of people are prepared for You're especially when you go to a place like Taylor, Jeez, if, if you're, oh my if gosh. you're in high school thinking about college, if you haven't heard Noah and I say enough things, about Taylor, come on, take Love a visit. Go, go, go experience. <laughs> go to Silent Night, man. Go, <laughs> go to, to Silent Night. Come it, on, just yeah. You'll, you'll sign up after that. Oh, um, totally, man. It, it, go to go a ahead. place you experience so much community and connection. Those words you mentioned, Amen. and then you yeah. graduate, and you're like, "All right, I'm moving to Buffalo," you know, or wherever it is. You're moving to a Dude, new. Isn't place. it a shock, man? Over. It is. It it's really a, is. It's like that first initial shock. You're like, man, where, where are all my friends? Like, yes. we're just trying to trying to go ball at the KSAC and no one's right. around, man. You right. know, so then I mean, keep going. You got a good flow going. No, that's my question is just, yeah. How do you navigate that? Right. Let's get let's get real about that. It's hard. It's harsh. Mm. But how do you navigate it? Mm. Yeah. In terms of like creating connection post-grad. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, similar to what I was saying before, once you leave Taylor or whatever you're at in college, there's such this pressure of finding your dream, whatever it is. And to keep it PG, it's full of crap. Yeah. I, like there's there's so much pressure right now on, on college grads. Like we say this at Ramsey. Um, and when I say Ramsey, like I, I think it's been known, like I work for Dave Ramsey. So if you don't know who he is, just Google him. If you're in debt, this is your guy to get out of debt. So <laughs> he's, the guy. He's, no he's the guy. 
You know, take it after you course, go to church. I, I actually recommend after you to everyone. Oh, yeah. I've if done it, it several especially, times. It's good, so good. Good. That way, man. I, I'm sure, especially your church world. But one of the things that we we talk about, I, I heard one of our Ramsey personalities talk about how most postgrads think they come out and they think their average salary should be a hundred K. Like, oh, <laughs> I come out, I deserve this hundred thousand, you know, I got the bag, bro. And it's just so unrealistic. In the mm -hmm. same way, it's like it's unrealistic to find your dream job right away. Yeah. You know, we we you and I both I mean, I what, what's nice about your story, Josh, is you you knew God was calling you to to where you're at, mm -hmm. you know, and I knew like once I graduated Taylor, God was calling me. I knew to Buffalo. Yeah. But I think there's so many things that you think, you know, you have no flipping clue. Right. You know, I think like that Proverbs three, five and six verse. Is it cheesy at times? Yes. But what, where it's most applicable is when you have no sense of direction. When you're asking like questions like, okay, God, you were calling me to be in church ministry. Here I am. I thought, honestly, Josh, I thought it was going to be a ministry the rest of my life. Wow. And it had to be like God slamming doors in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if we, if we like to say, hey, what's the real real? Here's why the real real for me, why doors shut. Okay. I had... I was working at a church uh, and I was not only working at church, the ministry that I was a part of, I worked at a summer camp for years. Long story short, the guy that knew very well turned out that he was grooming girls made front page of USA today, oh. ruined, ruined the camp. Like they're done. I yeah. mean, there's, they're still going quote unquote, but it's not the same. It's right. gross. Mm. And there's just so much corruption that was going on that I saw and I couldn't fix and I had no voice. And so what, what I'm trying to say too, is sometimes God will slam doors shut in your face yeah. in order for you to, to, to get what's next. Cause he wants what's best for you. Definitely. But it's, at times that's, that's going to be the the conversations where you're alone. And, and honestly, like I I'd be in my car. I'd be like, all right, Lord, where are you at? Cause this is, this is wild and I don't get it. Right. But you're not going to get it in the moment. I what I found those why questions aren't going to help you. It's more of those what and how. Like how how can mm -hmm. I how can I be grateful in a season of of suck? You know. Yeah. So I guess my advice to all post grads out there, you're going to ride that wave a lot. That roller coaster is going to come. You're going to think you want your dream, and most of you, you're not going to get it right away. It's going to take time. Definitely. So I, you're going to have to go in those moments of all right. We're, we're, if your faith is is important, that's got to be number one. If it's not cool, all right, to find a community at least. Get yeah. plugged into a community that will really bridge where you're at and mm -hmm. find some mentors that can pour into you day in, day out. You get those three things, you're gonna be set. You're gonna be fine. Um because I mean, what does Romans talk about all the all the time? It's the battle of the mind, man. Yes. It is the battle of the mind. If your mind's not right, you're screwed. You are mm -hmm. so screwed. So keep your mind right, you're gonna be all right. So That'd be my advice, getting people connected, because a lot of it's going to start with your heart. And if your heart's not right, everything else is not going to flow as well. So that's my advice where to start. Dude, that's money, Noah. I appreciate that, man. I hope uh, if you're in the audience and you're around that age, you're taking down notes because this is a guy who's been walking through this for the last four or five years. And yeah. um, man, wisdom would say to, to take note of that, take that advice and take it to heart. So that's good stuff, Noah. Hey, before we go, man, and I just want to say thank you again for everything you've shared today. It's been so valuable, man. So valuable for me. And I know it's going to be so valuable for everyone listening. 
You've lived in a lot of places. All right. Here's a sports question for you. <laughs> What's your home sports city now? Are you sticking this, with Denver? Have you transitioned? Are we bringing back Buffalo? the hot seat? Are, are we bringing back the Nashville? hot seat, dude? <laughs> You, you, this is the hot seat. I've been looking forward to this, man. Because you guys, let's bring it back. Bring back that deal. hot seat. Yeah, this, this is a hot seat for you, right? Here's the deal. Nashville, I've heard Smashville for the Predators. Oh, I've heard yeah, it's Preds. one of the best places to watch a hockey game. <laughs> but you've got the Avalanche out there who are very Dude. talented as well. Yeah. Let, let, let me tell you this, okay? I was doing ministry for a long time. And I need to Google something for you real quick because... <laughs> The Bills play the Broncos this year. I'm trying to oh. see which date. I'm trying to see which date. Let's see. We're looking November 13th. Okay, let me tell you something. November 13th, you ain't going to see me in, in all red and blue. I'm going to be decked out in all orange, baby. That's I bleed Denver Broncos. Now, do I support the Bills? Yes. Do okay. I know a lot of people at the Bills? Yes. That doesn't mean I'm rooting for them when it comes down to they're they're playing the Broncos. I'm too I'm too committed, man. That's now I'll, I'll rock it. Like, do I hope the Bills win a Super Bowl? Yes. I don't think the Broncos will get it done this year. I think they'll get to the playoffs. That's a bold take. I like it. You know, Russ I think back. Russ had let's Russ had a bad season. Let's <laughs> Russ. Let's let's fix that mess last year, man. We can't. We need you scoring more touchdowns than you got toilets, man. You know that's bad news. It was not good. So, yeah, man, I I would say my loyalty is with Denver. But, man, I, th I think the Bills are going to do it. I know you're a Miami guy. Yeah. I think this they is the year for Buffalo. They knocked this out last year. They're legit, man. And Josh Allen is fun to watch. He yeah. is just a brick house, and he's got a cannon for an arm. It's, cannon, it's impressive dude. to see a quarterback. Like, there's a lot of good running quarterbacks who right. you know, can juke and have agility. He just runs guys over like a running back. And you're like, dude, yeah, I know that's impressive to watch. Dude, I'm as excited I am for Denver. Or, I'm sorry, Buffalo. Denver is still a championship city. We got the Avs last yeah. year. Football and basketball are my main sports. So I and mean, we nuggets. got you just nugs, baby. You're you're witnessing a new dynasty. Heat, <laughs> you're witnessing a new dynasty, Josh. So <laughs> Uh, I know that's a hot take, but man, I am so excited for the Nuggets. I love Jokic. Like who who gets up and says, you know, they want to be with their horses, then be with their team right away. There's like, uh, I want to be with my horses. You know, it's like, all right, dude. Like that was spot on. You know, right oh, he's awesome, man. I love it. So, but I do. There's one thing. You're a baseball guy. Rockies will never win. <laughs> I just accept that. No one wants to pitch. You know, it's yeah. Mile high, man. The ball right. flies. So Which I've heard is a beautiful tough. place to watch a game. That's on my oh. list. I would love to catch a game there. You though, I mean, you've done listen, we talked about this on the podcast a few years ago. You did you spoke to the team, man. That's true. Your dad, that is true. Your dad was wrapping up. I That's mean right. what was was that pretty cool? That was cool. So my dad, a lot of you listeners probably know this, and Noah does because he he's had him on his podcast, but he was the chaplain for the Marlins for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it was Father's Day one year. And he says, hey, man, for Father's Day, would your gift be, would you preach to the team this Sunday? And so when you're the chaplain, you do the home team, the road team, and the umpires. And so the road team that Sunday was the Rockies. And, man, I've got nothing to good say, nothing but good things to say about that organization. That was the highest attendance I've ever seen for a chapel. I mean, wow. Charlie Blackman, Nolan Arenado oh, was with beard, them at man. the time. I mean, that yeah. was... Mike Dunn, I think. I mean, there was a lot of dudes in there, and it was really cool to see. So 
Yeah, yeah, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And I just want to say to you, I, I really just, I've said this to you privately, but publicly, man, I just really appreciate just your heart. You know, you've had Steve C shack on your, on yeah. the pod here, you know, solid dude, but like whether you're, you're speaking to a bunch of students or you're one-on-one, I think with what you see is what you get with Josh and for all you one word answers, I just want to reiterate that because that is what your heartbeat is. And oh, I know thanks, you Noah. guys believe that one word can change your life. And dude, one word is what sometimes has got me through a year, man. So I appreciate, That's I awesome, love your man. ministry. Thanks for the kind words. And I know you've embraced kind of choosing a word for the year at, at different times oh, or different yeah. seasons of life. And I know you've spoken to how helpful that's been for you as well, man. Yeah, no, totally, man. And the word for the year, I, I was starting off. I'm like, I thought the word was accelerate, but it's kind of gotten slow. So I'm like, maybe it's trust. I, th- I think okay. it's trust right now. So I'm going to trust season. Not bad. It's just like, all right, I just, I got to trust what God has. You know, sometimes we try to do things on our own timing. Yeah. And sometimes God keeps that door shut. It's on his. So we're on his clock, not ours. (laughs) Come on. Well, Noah, thank you so much, man. Um, You're so humble. You're, you're such a honoring guy, man. And I appreciate the kind words. I take them to heart. Don't take them lightly. And thank you for your time, man. I know your time is valuable. And so thanks for taking a little time away during lunch today to interview this podcast. And uh, just so grateful for you. And I know everything that you share is going to be so helpful to our audience. So keep the faith, man. man. Keep crushing it in Nashville. Maybe I'll see you up there one day. My brother is there in Nashville too. So you golf, you golf too. Dude, I am a terrible golfer. Is that bad? Let's get you out. No, I'm not a great golfer. We'll play pickleball. My handy. All right. I'm in. You want to pickleball or golf? Let's do it. (laughs) We'll catch a predators game. That's what we'll do. Hey, we're coming down to Smashville, man. So Uh, always a pleasure, man. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And remember the Four C's podcast. My name is Noah Corsten, so it's Corsten, Cigars, Cider, and Coffee. I've just found those are some of the best ways to have conversations as we want to help you better connect in this connection crisis that we find ourselves in. And until next time, we'll see you on the Four C's podcast.